Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. After you check out the original list of unanswered mysteries from Doctor Who here, you might be left with even more questions about the Travelling Time Lord. There's so many threads, crossed wires, and downright lies about the being that it's almost impossible to keep anything straight, though the Doctor herself might tell you that even trying is a fool's errand. With that in mind, I am Sean Ferrick for Who Culture, and here are 10 more unanswered mysteries from Doctor Who. 10. How many regenerations has the Master had? Roger Delgado appeared alongside John Pertwee as the first on-screen incarnation of the Master in 1971. He remained in the role until his accidental death via a car crash in 1973. Though he was the first version of the evil Time Lord that the audience saw, it's unclear whether he was the first regeneration of the Master at all. It's stated many times throughout the show that the Doctor and the Master have been rivals almost for all of their lives, though this has been thrown into disarray by the reveal of the Timeless Child. They allegedly studied together at the Time Lord Academy as youths. Missy, the incarnation that the Twelfth Doctor encountered, told Clara that she had known the Doctor as a little girl, though she may of course have been lying at the time. The Master is said to be in his final regeneration when he encounters the fourth Doctor. His body is desiccated and dying, though this would have been his 13th life. Where then are the earlier versions and will the audience ever get to meet them? Are they faces that the Doctor might recognise and if so, who are they? 9. What happened to the Rani? The Rani was played by Kate O'Mara and was another Time Lady from Gallifrey. Like the Master, she was not interested in being a saviour like the Doctor. Instead, she was something of a cold scientific villain, utterly unconcerned with the consequences of her actions. Her last on-screen appearance was in the 1993 special Dimensions in Time. Here, she attempted to trap all seven incarnations of the Doctor in a time tunnel. When the show returned to 2005, the Doctor believed that all the Time Lords had died on Gallifrey on the final day of the Time War. However, as the show progressed that the audience discovered this was not the case. First, the Master returned, having escaped the war and hidden as a human. Then it was later revealed that Gallifrey had not been destroyed at all, merely frozen in time. By the time the Twelfth Doctor broke his way out of the confession dial, Gallifrey was back in the heavens again. This being the case, where is the Rani? She certainly did not seem content to wait on the planet during her encounters with the Sixth and Seventh Doctors. While O'Mara passed away in 2014, this has never stopped the show from bringing characters, particularly Time Lords, back. She seems too dangerous a thread to be left unattended. 8. Who are the other combatants in the Time War? The last Great Time War served as the jumping off point for the revival of Doctor Who in 2005. Christopher Eccleston's ninth Doctor told Rose Tyler that he was the last of the Time Lords, as his entire race had been wiped out in the war with the Daleks. However, Gallifrey and Scarrow were not the only two worlds involved in the fight. While the combatants received names on screen, such as the Nightmare Child and the Could Have Been King, with his army of meanwhiles and never wers, none of these were seen on screen. The Nightmare Child, for example, is another brutal form of Dalek, born 
from the Dalek Emperor. It was so destructive that the Doctor fought to save Davros, creator of the Daleks, from its jaws, but failed. The Could Have Been King commanded troops of horrors that the Doctor was mortally frightened by. He implored Rassilon and the Master not to bring Gallifrey back to the known universe for fear of releasing the rest of these combatants. Terrifying as they were, their true impact hasn't been seen yet. These, and a whole host of other deadly creatures, are as of yet a mystery for audiences. 7. What happened to Sam Swift? In the ninth season of the revival, the Twelfth Doctor encounters a young Viking woman named a Shielder. She is killed by the Mire, a warrior race who have travelled through time to harvest humans. Though the Doctor puts a stop to it, he is also faced with the realisation of why he chose the face he bears. While in his tenth incarnation, Donna Noble convinced him to save someone, anyone, wherever possible. Thus, he chooses to save a Shielder. He implants her with a device that brings her back to life. However, like Jack Harkness, there isn't an expiry date. She is due then to live forever, never ageing. As an act of kindness, the Doctor gives her a second device. Jumping several hundred years into the future, he encounters her again. She's held onto the device, never having found someone worth sharing eternity with. Enter Sam Swift. The likeable brigand is killed during one of Mies, as she's now calling herself, schemes that goes badly wrong. To atone for this, she revives him with a second device. He does indeed come back to life, though not even the Doctor knows what's going to happen next. Will Swift be immortal? Will the device be depleted by bringing him back from beyond death? If not, then there is another ageless, timeless person in the universe who could well be facing the end of time and existence alongside me, though without the aid of a TARDIS to escape. 6. If River has met earlier Doctors, why doesn't Ten know her? When Professor Riversong meets the Doctor in the library, she knows him immediately. She even chides him for doing a very good job of pretending that he doesn't know who she is. He has only one answer to this, which is to say that he hasn't a clue who the woman is at all. Only then does River realise she's met him out of order again. However, there is a mystery in this. At the first moment she walks up to him in his tenth face, knows him on sight without thinking it odd. This suggests that she's met this incarnation before. Further to this, the audio dramas have seen River meet Paul McGann's eighth Doctor and Tom Baker fourth Doctor, so why doesn't Ten remember her? Even discounting these big finish productions, there is a fairly big mystery as to why he doesn't remember her. No moment of the show depicted his memory of her, nor hers of him, being wiped. What happened along the way? If, as the show suggests, she had just spent more than 20 years on Derillium with the Twelfth Doctor, shouldn't there at least have been a mention of it? Five. How old is the Doctor? The twelfth season finale of Doctor Who Revival fairly chucked a spanner into the works for Whovian historians. Those who had diligently been trying to keep track of the Doctor's timelines threw their hands up in the air in frustration, now with the knowledge that William Hartnell's kidnap of Ian Chesterton and Barbara Wright was no longer the earliest adventure. Just how old is the Doctor? The eleventh Doctor reckoned himself at about 2,000 years, although the twelfth Doctor technically lived another five billion years, though it's unsure if this is counted as the confessional dial was locked in a single day. The first Doctor thought himself to be around 600 years old, which left more than a millennium to go through the rest of these regenerations. However, now it is revealed that all of the Time Lord society derives from the abilities of the Timeless Child, or the Doctor herself, as it was she who brought the gift of regeneration to Gallifrey. Does this mean that she's older than the rest of her species? Rassilon spits that they are responsible for a billion years of Time Lord history, so is the Doctor even older again than this? And how many regenerations is she on now? 4. Where is Romana? Another missing face from the revival of Doctor Who is his one-time assistant and fellow Time Lady, Romana Advora Trelundar, or just Romana for short. She travelled with the fourth Doctor and was presumed killed in the Time War, though this is also far from certain as well. In fact, it's increasingly likely that she, along with many other Time Lords, escaped that last terrible day. Although the Master has once again destroyed Gallifrey, it would be a stretch to say he managed to wipe out the Time Lords again. Where then is the likes of Romana? Easily as capable as the Doctor in their adventures, she 
would be more than able to survive the storm of the war and see the machinations of the Master, even if the rest of the High Gallifreyans could not. Though she elected to remain in E-Space, where she and the Doctor first encountered Adric, the laws of parallel universes are somewhat fluid in this show. In the audio adventures, she ends up as Lady President of Gallifrey, so another encounter with the Doctor certainly seems to be on the cards. 3. Where and when is the Valyard? The Valyard presided over the trial of the Sixth Doctor, attempting to spin events to force a guilty verdict. This would grant him the Doctor's remaining regenerations, back when that still meant something in Time Lord society. There was, however, a twist. The Valyard himself was said to be one of those future regenerations, purportedly between the Twelfth and Final Incarnations. It wasn't as simple as a standard regeneration. He was created, some say, as an amalgamation of all the worst parts of the Doctor. He was mainly an enemy of his own Sixth Incarnation, yet returned to engage other versions as well. He would also become instrumental in the Time War. Much of what I've known is about him comes from the, either the Expanded Universe or from the Big Finish productions, but he has been name-checked in the show as well. The Great Intelligence said that he would come again into existence before the end, taking his place in the Doctor's lives. The Testimony also named the Doctor as the Shadow of the Valyard as well, observed by both the First and Twelfth Doctors. Where this incarnation remains is hard to say. One story puts him on a time-locked planet, a puppet of the Time Lords destroying Daleks over and over. Other stories still have him out there, biding his time. Two. Why did the Doctor and the Master become enemies? This one has so many answers that it's hard to definitively pick the reason why the Doctor and the Master are enemies. Most histories of the two Time Lords agree that they were childhood friends, meeting on their very first day at the Time Lord Academy together. Having both looked into the untempered schism, the Doctor fled Gallifrey while the Master followed, but only after going mad from what he saw. From there, an explosion of possibility takes place. Certainly, they both riled against Time Lord's non-interference policy, despite that rule being broken on many occasions. The Master's cruel grew while the Doctor remained benevolent. At what moment they first came to blows, no one can say. It is safe to assume that a healthy jealousy on the Master's part on this came to the fore during his discover of the Doctor's true origin. This, in his mind, meant that the Doctor had always been something more than him, despite this not being her choice. Their years together, however, while featuring many deadly battles and devastating defeats on both sides, still contained a current of friendship between the two. While the Twelfth Doctor and Missy came the closest toward ending hostilities, the Thirteenth Doctor and the incarnation who posed as O were still unable to kill each other. 1. What species is the Doctor? Long before the Timeless Child revealed that the Doctor was from an alternate reality, their status as a Time Lord was called into question. During the Eighth Doctor's early adventures, he revealed to Grace Holloway that he was half-human on his mother's side. While most accept that this was either a joke or something he says to explain away his affinity for humans, it bears further exploration. What exactly is the Doctor? In one sense, they are the mother and father of Time Lord society. Is it then so much of a stretch to imagine human blood in those veins as well? There are two hearts, more than enough room to move those red cells. It seems, though, that the Doctor is something entirely older and larger than most known beings in the galaxy. The almost constant shifting and rewriting of the Doctor's history makes it very hard to judge what is fact and fiction. While they have identified with and granted their abilities to Gallifreyans without their knowledge, they are Gallifreyan. They are also still a mystery, one of the biggest unanswered mysteries in the entire run of the show. Other, of course, than Doctor Who. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 